Well, hello everybody. This is Scott Young from Optrix Engineering. I, with me, I have Sean Sturby, our Technical Services Manager, and this is another edition of the Optrix Insider. So today's three topics we have, uh, for those of you who still have Blu-ray uh, players, Samsung has a Blu-ray player boot loop. Uh, this follows on uh, updating the firmware on the in, your Internet of Things devices. Uh, Microsoft is changing their updates. And finally, Digicert canceled 50,000 SSL certificates this weekend from the sounds of it. So mm -hmm. <laughs> interesting world out there this week. All right, Sean, let's talk about the Samsung Blu-ray player boot loop. Yeah, it is a follow-up on something that we talked about probably a month ago where they were talking about that you needed to update things because some of the 20-year-old uh, root signing certificates were expiring. And as a result, here we ran into a problem with Samsung Blu-ray players. They would start up, they would get to the point where they immediately tried to display the initial screen. But because it relied on a certificate that had now expired, it couldn't display anything. And people were complaining bitterly that, the, you know, here is something that they bought, it's theirs, they've had it for years, and for, you know, whatever reason, probably something that they can't change themselves, all of a sudden they're not working. Especially now with uh, COVID-19 and everybody wanting to stream or watch movies, being unable to wire up your Blu-ray player, definitely not a good ish uh, problem to have. So yes, it was confirmed that it uh, was likely due to a root certificate embedded within the firmware on these Blu-ray players. Uh, and the solution is contact Samsung support. You have to physically ship the device back to you, uh, back to Samsung. They will firm an updated firmware on it and then ship it back to you. you know, take, uh, make sure that you document the serial number, et cetera. But uh, yeah. Internet of Things. We're running into more and more problems with the Internet of Things. So, okay, so I'm just curious then. Uh, this is the case even if their uh, Blu-ray is not attached to the Internet. It's just, yes. and, it, and it's basically kind of like, I hate to, to bring up uh, the, the Y2K issue. It's more of a, on the calendar, the uh, if it keeps track of the calendar on your device, the date switched over, the 20-year, Root certificates um, expired. Uh, expired, and now you're you basically have a brick for a Blu-ray player. Yep, a time bomb, basically. Wow, interesting. Okay, so so folks, if you have a Samsung Blu-ray player that does not work anymore, uh, you'll have to contact Samsung, and it sounds like you have to ship it back. But you didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> it's just something built into the the system itself. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Microsoft uh, changing their updates. What's going on there? So Microsoft has allowed people to defer updates. I don't want to be on the latest version of Windows because Microsoft takes a little bit of time, somewhere from a month to six months or so to get things smoothed out and, and stable. So people have been putting off the updates, but because that causes their device to be more susceptible and Microsoft wants to only support one version of Windows going forward, they've changed it so that when you update to the latest version, the, the update that came out this spring called 2004, 
they're not going to allow you to defer updates for that full year like you have previously been done. You can still defer them for a while. Uh, we haven't confirmed whether it's 60 days, 90 days or less, but unable to do that now. So put them off for a while, yes. Put them off for a year, no. So what, how would you define a while? Are we That's, talking a week, a month? Uh, typically they've allowed deferrals for up to a month. Hmm, so we're still trying to confirm that as to how long they will. So uh, that, what do you want to do in a corporate environment? You want to take over and be in charge of the updates and use something like um, Manage Engine's Desktop Central or some other third-party patching utility where you completely disable Microsoft's ability to install patches and you handle them. Uh, and even for a home user now, uh, Manage Engine has come out with a free cloud version of their software that is good for up to 25 computers. So you know, most people only have three or four or six computers at home. Some of us have eight. <laughs> backups to the backup to the backup. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and if, you, if for home users um, listening to this, uh, if you go into the uh, Windows Update panel, there is an option um, to It'll, I think I saw that it says, would you like to, to uh, defer this? Um, it should be fairly obvious, but you can uh, follow those prompts if you want to do that. Mm -hmm. And that uh, depends on which version you have. Um, historically, Windows Home did not have those prompts. Oh, okay. Good to know. Okay, and our final topic is DigiCert canceled 500,000 SSL certs this weekend. Uh, 50,000. Sorry, pardon me, 50,000. Uh, 50,000. <laughs> Anyways, um, okay, so what happened and why should people care about that? So these are called the EV or extended validation certs. And what happened was that DigiCert as a certificate authority has resellers and the resellers are able to also issue certificates. They didn't say that there was any problems with the certificates. There was no, you know, these could be exploited or there was a problem with it. It's just internally their own process to audit all of these resellers. Some of the resellers signed up for the regular certificates and not these extended validation certificates. And then at some point were able to also sell these, but they didn't go through the vetting process or the auditing process. And so when DigiCert realized that there were some that hadn't gone through the process, because of their own internal rules, they said, we're sorry, but we have to invalidate them. And the uh, amount of time that we can give people is only five days. Now these are extended validation certificates. So these are the more expensive certificates. You have to go through a process to confirm that you are the company X, you have to submit documentation. There's uh, faxes back and forth. It's not a simple process but they're not that popular as far as certificates go. Uh, they're the ones that turn the address bar green when you go to you know, your banking site and it confirms that you, you know, not only are, is this connection secured, but we're sure that you're going to the right location. Hmm. But they are more expensive and not very popular, but it is gonna make uh, 
it was a, an interesting weekend for a lot of IT people where all of these certificates were invalidated. And as soon as that happens, they are you know, no longer giving in the checkbox or the green bar or the padlock saying the site is secure. So there, we haven't seen any reports yet. I'm sure that there are, but uh, yeah, a lot of IT people had to scramble because they only had a little bit of time to go through this whole process again, find out where their certificates were and get them reissued. Uh, and you'll also, if you visit a website that has a, a, a problem with their certificate, that's when some browsers will pop up some sort of alert that says that there's an invalid certificate or, or an issue. Do you really, really want to go to this website? And you have to click accept the risks or, or go go back. Um, if you're an organization, obviously um, that counts on website traffic. You want to make sure that your your SSL certificate is up to date uh, because it just kills your traffic um, and credibility. Uh, can you just for uh, um, briefly explain to the layperson what an SSL certificate is and why it's important? Sure. So when you host a website and you want to have it uh, encrypted or you want to have it secured. So uh, especially now Microsoft and Google and everybody else is saying we only want browsers to go to encrypted sites. There was an encrypt anywhere push on in the last couple of years. So as a own, owner of a website, you want people to go to the HTTPS as for secure version of the website, which means that there's a basically an encrypted tunnel between your computer and your browser and that end uh, server that's hosting the website. So that doesn't matter uh, your router, your ISP's router, all of the backbone providers, the ISP where the server is hosted at the colo, those routers, none of them can snoop on or sniff that traffic. They can see that there is a connection between the server and you, but everything within that encrypted session is hidden, is protected. So that's why you want to have a certificate on the server. And the certificate on the server verif not only encrypts, but is supposed to verify that you. Know, I went to site XYZ, I get a certificate back that says, this is the certificate for site XYZ. And now you are pretty confident that there's nobody intercepting that traffic or snooping on it. And you can type in passwords or, you know, whatever it is that you're doing at the banking site pretty securely. Sure. So that's important largely for banking sites, uh, shopping sites, uh, but also even if your website as a, a owner of a website, it doesn't have any financial information. It's a way of, showing that yes indeed you wanted to go to this site and you actually are at that website because especially with you'll see a lot of those phishing emails um, that say click on here to go to your banking site and fill in your um, your updated information which of course it's it's a hacker trying to scoop your information so mm -hmm. this is just a way of of uh, helping prevent that or give you confidence that you're at the right site and also as you said point out um, Google and Microsoft, all the big websites are giving preferential treatment, shall we say, from a search engine optimization perspective to websites that are HTTPS versus a regular website. Yeah. So, and it also indicates that you're taking security seriously if you have right. a secure certificate. 
Right. So uh, ultimately, if you're if you have a website and it's behaving badly, maybe have a look to see what kind of certificate uh, it's using and um, if it needs to be updated, especially if they use DigiCert to to host it or protect it. Okay, great. So today we talked about Samsung Blu-ray player boot loop. So if you have a Samsung Blu-ray and you're having issues, that is why. Uh, Microsoft changing their updates so that you can uh, on your app less than than less than a year, uh, and then DigiCert canceling fifty thousand, not five hundred thousand SSL certificates. Okay. Anything else you'd like to bring up, or are we good? We're good. Okay, well, uh, thanks everyone for joining us today. If you found the content useful, we would love it if you could like, share, and subscribe. Plus, leave a comment. Uh, we always like those. And if you have a question for Sean uh, to address in a future episode, you can leave those there as well. So uh, thank you, Sean, for your time. Thank you, everyone, as well. Hope you have a great week. We'll see you next week. Bye for now. Bye.